2: now for The Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis. Welcome oh into The Drive here on 95. Wow, that was loud in my own ears there. i got to get used to being back in the studio and used to looking over at your face, Steve Rudge How are you?
0: I am fantastic. Thank you for having me in today. We've uh, been trying to do this for a couple weeks now. No, it's always fun. It's like an eclipse. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, we That's have a great time. Right. That's and uh, we all and don't in- look directly at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And don't, you'll be fine. Don't look you'll at be us. just fine. We have been sitting here uh, watching the trade deadline Come and go in the NBA, and realizing there are apparently a lot of second round picks out there, mm-hmm. right? Like they're everywhere. Everybody must have about hundred and fifty of them. Like how long is the second round in the NBA? Because I mean, I saw somebody got <laughs> traded for five second round picks yeah. today. One dude. That, that's wild. It's crazy. Don't ask me who plays for any team that you like, because I don't
0: know. No, we'll all just wait till tomorrow, or so. That's right. And then we'll uh, we'll check rosters. You know what's crazy is the NBA nowadays. Uh, I have a fourteen year old. And that's where I go for my NBA. Like, hey, who plays for who? Because they know. That age group knows every name on every roster and who was changed. Because like, Phil said it. It's kind of like the 2K now yes, absolutely. of the world. And, I mean, I'll ask him. I'll be like, hey, man, who all was traded? Boom, 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 boom. This is it. I'm like, oh, okay.
2: I just, I would said this to you off the air, but I would like, just for my own entertainment purposes, if Shams and or Woj, just at least once, just mixed in a name who's, who's not anyone.
0: You'd be like, you know, oh my God! Fake Stan Miller's playing Ex- for, exactly. for the Pistons exactly.
2: now. Do you know that? Like, right. Then it turns out that's not a person at all, and you run with it. and You put your sports in all that. Like just you know, just to make you earn it. Like yeah. if I'm gonna sit over and do all this work for it, and you know, you guys are gonna have to do at least a little bit of fact checking.
0: Just say something like you know, like yeah, yeah, uh, the Miller, the Stan Miller guy. Yeah, he's like fourth, you know, in in three point percentage. Good little player. It's crazy, man. Of note locally, at least in terms of the flurry,
2: and I think that's probably the right word of trades uh, that happened right before the, the deadline. Jordan Wara is out uh, in Milwaukee where he's, you know, I think sort of tapped out where he Mm -hmm. is uh, and is now headed to the Pacers, a franchise which is basically tapped out where it is. But there'll be some minutes there for
0: him. Yeah, well, it's so cliche that every time somebody goes somewhere, I mean, I said it out there, almost chuckled at myself. It's like, man, that's a good spot. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's a good spot. You know, but for there... Uh, maybe not that he's going to win a championship there, but it did feel like he had kind of, well, what you said, you know, he kind of used up everything he could do in Milwaukee. Uh, Indiana's probably a place he can do a next step. That's exactly right. You know, so so good for him, man.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think it's a really a reflection on him. Mm. They are, in, they're in state. You know, they are about mm-hmm. maintaining and maximizing sort of this window yeah. uh, right now. And I, you know, he doesn't fit that in terms of development. He would be exactly what he is, you know, for as long as they're going. I think but the Pacers, yeah, he'll log more minutes and you never know.
0: Well, sometimes you're traded because you're a good piece. That's right. You know, it's not always like, oh, we're dumping this guy. I mean, sometimes you're a, you're a sexy piece in the trade. I think that's kind of where he falls. You make the deal happen because you're like, Okay, and we'll throw in Jordan War. Like I don't want to throw any man, but I'll put him in there. And it's like, okay, that puts the deal over the top, you know. And you know they're all just sitting there with that trade, oh yeah, calculator thing open. They're like, what if I slide mm-hmm. Jordan War in there? How about that? Done. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if we just put this guy in here? It's like, yeah, all
2: right. Yeah, all or right. like you know when you look at polls and you like. uh you're also receiving votes, and you look, and one week and just randomly, some like Western Michigan gets a vote. You're like, what? And clearly, that person meant to pick Wisconsin, but they pick Western Michigan yeah. by accident. Like, maybe that's how somebody accidentally gets shit. Yeah, just it go like, with it. It's fine.
0: It's like this year when uh, what Kentucky got one football vote at the end, and it was like Mark Stoops. Like of they course. put they put it out, and it was yeah. like, well, yeah, I guess good for you. By the way, if you are just very
2: quick, if you are a coach and the last poll, yeah, and you're gonna vote your school, you got to do a little better than that, don't you? You can't be like. Twenty five. Yeah, I mean because my problem Lex was Max Furrier would do that with Duke oh, in the yeah. preseason poll.
0: Yeah, but he did that yeah, and he did that every year. Right. Like, I mean that was like a that was like a just a head tap to, to you know, this is my place. Love y'all. I, I mean I'd maybe do that for Louisville if I coach somewhere else. But yeah, like I mean, I know my team wasn't that good. Like, you know, it's like it feels a little disingenuous to be like, Oh, we're 25. Well if you're gonna vote for your own school and they don't deserve it, you might as well like yeah, well, thirteen. It, yeah, just yeah, just for put him on number one or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, okay.
2: The only thing that you need to know and that you can be sure of among all the things that happened at the NBA trade that night, and we'll move on after this, is that Jay Crowder did get traded. It's what he does. The, year,
0: the yearly deal. Yeah, yeah. Somebody it was somebody else's turn. They drew the short straw. They had to trade for Jay Crowder. He has the rainbow twice. <laughs> like Shaq had the rainbow jersey. Yes. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. Jay Crowder probably has it twice, man. Yeah, and he just – he don't – he's just – uh, he'll always be the miracle on Maine for me. I don't know. He'll just he'll just be running around in that yellow jersey and just giving up a big lead. And it's like wow, yeah, there's Jay Crowder. Like, is he great? I don't know. He's just Jay Crowder with his he's hair. There, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah, does he do he, anything? He's very know. high
2: on the list of athletes I would not fight.
0: Yeah, that's it's a good very point. Very high. Yeah, like yeah, I don't I don't really know what he does for your team, but good for him. Well, look, we got a
2: lot that we are going to uh, get into here today. We'll have Elliot Mattingly towards uh, the end of the three o'clock hour, like we always do, some Super Bowl injury uh, updates uh, from him. A couple of guys mm. in that one. We'll talk with Fat Jack about the Super Bowl uh, prop bets and betting on the Super Bowl. I'm sure Jack will not lack for opinions on that. Like he doesn't lack opinions on anything. Mm. Uh, so we'll enjoy having him. Kenny Payne did the uh, the coaches show yeah. last night. Talked a lot. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, some in- you guys. I know you and Marcus mm-hmm. already talked about uh, a lot of this, but I want to get into a good bit of that some some early optimism the likes of which we are not used to around here when it comes yeah. to football at least not recently yeah and i want to talk uh, about that and some some things on the horizon for the ACC and ACC football that are kind of related That's to good. Louisville and it's kind of nice i don't know how you feel about it, like it's it's really nice to feel like when i look at preview stuff or yeah. when i start looking at like the best uh, player names that you might need to know or whatever mm. looking way ahead like i I look for Louisville stuff now, and they, they really had sort of disappeared from a lot of that for several years.
0: Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. And and the thing is, is um, not going too far down that road, but just the the year, the excitement coupled with the schedule that is yeah. favorable. It's like it just it's kind of a perfect storm. Like as much as I would have loved to have brought Jeff in last year. Were like you were in the, favor
2: of that. I didn't. Know. Yeah, somebody, I had not heard that.
0: Somebody had said over there at U that Steve may have wanted. Let's just say Steve told them as Jeff was signed that I, they probably won't hear from me anymore. So thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, yeah, it was maybe a noose. I'm going to give
2: you. I'm going to get like you can have immunity. Are you just? Are you going to admit that you are the bring Brum home guy now? <laughs> No, but I, I no. think I, I think I know who it is. But I think you I'm got sw- a good guess
0: on that. I think I'm sworn to secrecy. I think that him. would be yeah. like you know,
2: remember the you know the deep the guy with uh, with Watergate. We didn't find out who he was until way yeah. was at the end of his life, at the very very end. Yeah. Like maybe that's what it'll be.
0: Well, I'm not sure you're gonna like him. We'll see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Say no more.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dexter uh, yes. wants
2: to know the list of athletes that I would fight. Mm. Luke Canard. I, I, I think that's about it. Pretty, that might be the only one. He's I mean,
0: six four. I mean, he's a pretty good sized dude. Probably. I don't know, Duke
2: guy, uh, Joey yeah. Baker.
0: Oh yeah, Joey Baker. Joey Baker,
2: him. who repented in <laughs> mid
0: shove. Like, like, remember hey, that? yeah? Oh, one, of moments, no, no, one of the best moments. One of the best moments of Chris Mack's entire tenure here yeah, was that. I know. That for was Darius Perry. Yeah, I mean, it was like. I mean, you're right. Mid shove. He was like, "This is a terrible idea." Can't believe I've I made this. a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, why am I here?
2: Uh, but we'll talk uh, about all that. We will talk a little bit about the the Super Bowl uh, ourselves here as uh, fans of other teams. Mm-hmm. Do get at least get an interesting matchup. Yeah. of teams that don't care who wins or loses. I know, you know, you know home station they love Kansas City. I get it. I don't don't That's, care. Yeah, it's not my. Business. I won't. <laughs> there's nothing worse than like a Super Bowl or something like this where I'm like I'm gonna be. It's gonna bother me if that team wins.
0: Yeah, and I don't have that. I, I I do, unfortunately. I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do, and uh, so I'm I am rooting for somebody, and and it hurts my heart because I hate Patrick Mahomes. I just hate him. Really? Like, yeah, I think he's a joke, man. I think he's just a faker, and just you know, like the whole like oh, oh I'm hobbling on one leg. Oh like like he's playing on a nub. Like dude, you're fine. Like if you were hurt that bad, you wouldn't be back out there. Like you don't have to hobble. I don't know. It's a whole thing.
2: I've I don't think I've ever heard anyone hate him.
0: Yeah, no. He's probably in wife, brother. Yeah. And maybe hateable. that couple's get all. Totally get that. I don't know. Maybe it's all. Maybe it's just all of it. Maybe I just hate the whole circle of Mahomes. And it's like, you know what, you're in the circle. The circle of hate of Mahomes. I just I,
2: I did <laughs> see today I texted Mike Rutherford this a little bit earlier today because I know he enjoys Uh, Well,
0: we do not talk to people from other stations. Oh, there are no, they're partners,
2: remember? They're part of the little radio network.
0: I'm sorry, I apologize. 1450. Uh,
2: The uh, Bryn Forbes, I think, got got bought out today, and he is on my (sighs) list of players for other teams that I rationally hate. Oh, he hit another three. (laughs) Yes, exactly. He is way,
0: way up there. You got anybody like that? Oh man, uh, you know all time. That's that's He's tough. way up there. Probably me. I mean it's tough because like and Eric, I,
2: and I need to be random. Like yeah. it's obvious everyone hates Julius Randle. Yeah, right? like nothing like, you know what I mean, like not Patrick Sparks. Like we all hate that guy. Yeah. But like, somebody random where you're like no one else hates that guy as much as you do. Yeah, cuz it's got to be He's way up there for me.
0: Yeah, cuz it's got to be like like I hated like Eric Devendorf and them, but like but in the same brand, we beat him all the time. Really, it felt like so. It was like okay, whatever. Like you're just annoying. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a good one. Brand Forbes. It's that. That was. He was like a grad guy or something, wasn't he? And he or a transfer. He was just there forever. It and felt he like just to me. came into Michigan State and just was like, oh, elite eight. Let's show out. And this overtime. I hit this three. Yeah. yeah. Let me just exactly. hit a bunch of threes. God.
2: Hate him. Glad he got bought. Any out other today.
0: bone crushing losses you want to talk about? I know, Where's right? We'll going? bring it all up yeah, here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's, let's
2: <laughs> no, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll, stop <laughs> myself. I'll stop myself. All right. So Kenny Payton did the coach's show. Coach's shows sometimes are worth nothing. Mm-hmm. God bless them. Coaches, there are a lot of coaches. Jeff Brom is one of these who has, I think, learned mm-hmm. to not say anything in a lot of his answers. I mean, he worked for Bobby. He, he's, he's, sometimes they're, they're, Painfully honest. Sometimes you can be very, very sure they don't want to be there. Yeah. Uh, and then Kenny has a way. I think of, Lynn Bowden is a good one. Uh, have a way of, a of, of maybe even if they're not intentionally, kind of telling you some insightful, some interesting things.
0: Yeah. And I think Kenny's one of those guys. Well, I think he's too honest to. A, yeah. I think he's honest to a fault, and I think that's why some of his answers come off. Scott was like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He either said nothing or he told you, like, why would you tell us that? Yeah. You shouldn't tell us that. Yeah, I right. was like, wait a minute. That was really, that felt like that didn't help you at all. And, and Kenny Payne, I think, is a lot like that because he, he gets asked the questions. And we'll hear some of the clips today. And I thought there was some good stuff in there, too. But then there's stories that's like, they probably didn't need to be told. But you tell them because it's, in his mind, it's what happened. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, but I don't. We don't need to know how the sausage is made everywhere. We just need to know how the sausage is going to be made. Yeah. In the player pool, like you know, like how you got here. So I don't know. It's just, I just think he he just he'll learn that though. If I mean, assuming he does well enough to to keep going here for a while, I think that's part of. You hired a guy who's never been head coach. Hey, when I come out here under Cal, I can I can kind of be that guy. You know, listen, you hey know, Nick Richards ran through my door, you know, okay. when you go to those media sessions
2: and you're standing in there for Cal in Lexington, mm-hmm. I never was a Star Trek guy like at all. Yeah. Like I'd never no, just, me I, either. I didn't think so.
3: Mm-mm. And
2: I, I, but for whatever reason, I can just randomly remember sitting down watching that Star Trek, the next generation with, uh, with my older brother, cause he liked all that mm-hmm. stuff, dork. And yeah. it, D D all that stuff. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. Naturally, and there was an episode things. where you know they could go uh, and get uh, whatever the hell that thing was called. They just give me this, and it would just make it. What was that thing called? I don't
0: know. Okay, Star the, Trek. No, I don't. There's
2: know. There's like yeah. a room. No so, idea. So, so there's like a room set up for them. They go in there, right? Okay. And uh, they've made it to where Data gets the experience of being a mm-hmm. uh, stand-up comedian. Okay. And the crowd just laughs at everything he says because they're programmed to. Yeah. Like that's what it's like in Lexington. It's like so, so. Kenny was used to. You just sort of walk in there, and the room just starts. <laughs> laughing and yucking it up because you're the you're the basketball coach is what we do and uh he's he's he has gotten a little bit of an introduction into like having to actually answer and get reaction yeah questions.
0: yeah that makes that makes sense yeah because i mean it, it is it's it's odd what the sometimes. hell was that thing called dave what was that thing called on
2: star say. trek where it's like you could like it would just sort of would just make whatever you wanted it to make you know what i'm talking about right
1: uh, say that again no <laughs> Yeah, I can't keep
2: saying it like an idiot. I
1: didn't hear it. The th-
2: it. the thing that like on Star Trek where they would just like tell it to like make me a whatever and it would just like create it for them or, or create a situation for them they could sort of go in there like a. Simulation. Oh, are you
1: talking about the uh,
0: holodeck? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. My, did you just make that up or is no, that okay that holodeck. sounds right
0: no that's super cool man I I, I I i was like no i'm glad you knew that that was awesome <laughs> thank you dude
2: we appreciate it big
0: nerd also Sorry Dave's about. randomly here too yeah. by the way yeah hey it's good to
2: have day good to see you here buddy doing all right
1: i'm good man how are you guys great
2: better great. now i don't think replicator yeah. was right at all texter nice no, try though no.
1: uh, i think replicator's right for like the little little stuff maybe but the holodeck is when you walk in and it's like whole... vr kind of yeah exactly
0: okay i'm i'm going to play video games yeah, we've lost. i just completely <laughs> lost a, the plot of what right we were now. getting at. Right we're there, right now. I'm going to play RPGs too. Or not RPGs. Yeah, RPGs.
2: Media manipulation. Is, it's, it's. I think it's a thing you just you can't learn any other way than the, Holodeck is right. It's actually yeah. agreed with you. They, it's like he's, I don't think Kenny's inclined to do it. No. He certainly doesn't have experience at it. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things you maybe, I I think coaches learn to do it by accident. Yeah. They're like, oh, I said that. And look at the react. I'm. I think I might try that again. Yep. And he just hasn't had much of that. Uh, And he seems to have said, kind of from the get-go, like, I'm committed to not being much of a talker in that regard. Yeah. I think
0: he's going to have to change that a little bit at some point. Yeah. And we've never heard him talk with a winning team. (laughs) You know? Part of the problem, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, say everything works this summer and you have a decent team next year. I think it would be interesting to see him then, too. Because we've only got to see one side of him and it's, you know, like two in. But I don't,
2: bear. you know, I don't think outside of the people who hate everything he does, no matter what, <coughs> I don't think he hurts himself with with the average fan when he talks. And I I think typically you're like, OK, all right. I, all right. I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. He Or is at least able to, I think, diffuse people at least a little bit. Oh, uh, when he talks outside of the people who nothing would help will work for them, but well, yeah. But we typically, when I think Kenny talks, you get at least a little bit different or better feeling about sort of how things are going or why it's the way that it is or what have you. Uh, because I think the big thing about his demeanor, his sort of outward stoicism, is like uh, he's liable to be taken like this doesn't bother him that much. Well, he's Earl Clark of coaching, and when he talks, you—that's when you get it. Yeah. Yeah. And so absolutely. The more of that, the better.
0: Yeah. No. I, I, that's that's a uh, that's a really good point. And um, you know, last night and and now it feels like he's kind of open to talking about after the season, which is where a lot of fans, unfortunately, have found themselves because it's like, okay, what's the best they can do? Win two or three games. Okay. You win three. You win five. I, don't, I mean, it is a difference, but at the end of the day, it's you know, okay, whatever. And last night seemed like, sorry, I'm struggling. <laughs> the first was wow. like, the, all right? I, I know, no, it's terrible. It's, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I get something right in my throat and it just won't stop.
2: I will sit here silent <laughs> through an entire commercial break and like when the music starts, I'm like,
0: What's like it's the worst. You're right. I'm going to make it though. Or I'll die. You know, and that'll be a good one story. or the other. Yeah. On the air, whatever. Right. But do you know what I'm saying? Like It yeah. feels like for the first time he's inclined to talk. About hey, the season is going to end, and what's going to happen, and how quickly is that going to happen? And he was kind of opening up to all that last night. Well, let's let's play a couple of mm-hmm. these. So we got Kenny
2: doing the coaching show last night, and it was a different crowd, different audience. So this one was one of the private ones that wasn't out at Roosters. Mm-hmm. Paul mm-hmm. Rogers and Kenny, and then you know select people that were yeah. allowed uh, to be there. Yeah. So it was, I think a little bit. Tighter circle of trust there, yeah, uh, but
0: still a radio show. So. Those shows are always better. I, agree. I will say I've noticed that the mood is different. Right, he's done three this year. Well, All I mean, he's better. not in
2: it, like the expectation is that uh-huh. these people have access. Give it, give yeah, them, yeah, what, yeah, give them right. a little something. Yeah. Yeah. Right, circle of trust. I want to play a couple of clips uh, from from Kenny. The first being about next year, and you've been talking about like he's talking about you know next year. Yes, the. Kenny's ready for this year to be over, too. It's kind of about how it feels when you listen to this. If we
3: could play uh, looking forward to next year, that clip. The guys just have to stay comfortable, confident, and energetic about coming to practice every day and working. And not making it about, woe is me. It's past that. Whatever happened before, it's over. Let's move on from it.
4: I I think most people would would say, watching you now as opposed to the beginning of the season, the ball movement is better. The player movement is better. Unfortunately, you're still throwing the ball away
3: a lot, but the the intent of what you're trying to do seems to be pretty evident. It's not even the same team. Guys, I can tell you this. My first day with this team, 45 minutes. Guys, all I want you to do, nobody can dribble, pass the ball each other eight times. After eight times, drive the ball to the lane pass it to somebody and get me a shot. We could not do that. In 45 minutes, we had no shots. None. So to go to today, for example, if we do it, 60% of it is great. (laughs) That's still another 40%. So we went from 5% to start to 60% today. And look, I can say, all right, that's good enough. No, we're going to keep going. Until the last game is played, we're keeping going. And after that game is played, I'm talking about next year, the next day. So,
2: Sounds like a guy like – It's pretty straightforward. I too want this to be over as quickly as possible. Uh, I think one of those comments he'll never make publicly. Uh, I would love to find out his thoughts on what he, what he thought about them – very early versus now yeah because that was the first time i've heard him talk about they need to be confident mm-hmm. and and comfortable and all this stuff. like and i didn't think he meant any of that not that he doesn't want them to become but just yeah. basically like this is blah blah let's get to the end but i do wonder if we could ever get him maybe to admit that just sort of took the wrong tack with the guys off like from the jump And that they have proven to be kind of immune to his niceness. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be positive. I think he's talked a little bit later about like an environment, a certain kind of environment. And these guys just don't respond to it. But then he's like, that's a them problem.
0: Yeah, I know. No, I think he really – I think he kind of misjudged the roster. I agree. At the beginning. I think he thought it was going to be a lot better than what it was. Does that make sense? Like, I agree. That maybe they just needed – a little mental upbeat, and they would be like, okay, now they're fixed, and now they're super talented. And that's not what happened at all. And I think that kind of surprising. You know, and, and the problem is, is actually his approach early I think turned into a detriment to the guys because yeah. it gave them the out to be th- the uh, soft, you know, kind of like Hurt team, you know. It was like it was like and, emo and, team, and instead, yeah, yeah, and instead of them taking that as okay, this guy loves us, this guy wants us, you know, we're gonna do whatever we can do with him, and that's gonna turn around. Now we're gonna be an uber talented team. Instead, to me, they took that and it was like, yeah, that's why we're losing again, you know. And they kind of just turned into ugh, like Eeyores, and it was like, oh gosh, I did
2: think that it's interesting that he said like whatever's happened in the past is is the past. Yeah. Like, he didn't say that earlier in the year. It was like, these guys have been hurt. They've got to heal all this stuff. And now he's like, all right, enough of that. Yeah. I th- I think they burned him. And I, th- he, I agree. And I remember Ed Orgeron talking about it like his early Ole Miss teams. He's like, I thought I could trust those guys. It turns out I couldn't. And they didn't yeah. respond to anything that he did. Uh, and then he kind of learned it too late, and he ended up getting run out uh, yeah. you know, of Ole Miss. I hope the same thing doesn't happen to Kenny. But I do feel like there was a lot of negativity, a lot of sort of being checked out around Chris mm-hmm. Mack bailing in and, mm-hmm. and the end of last year, and the, here these guys are. I'm going to be positive, and and they will. Sort of like when you have uh, Brian Brown saying, like, we get to do all this stuff, like take my kids to school and all this. He's like, there's no way I'm going to let this thing fail. Remember him saying yeah. that sort of thing? And I, yeah. I think he was hoping for something like that. He's not gotten it. Well,
0: I was going to say, the Satterfield yeah. took the exact same approach, and it worked. You know, because you had a pretty talented team. You had a lot of NFL guys on that team. And it was the come in, a. Hey, like, I'm here for you guys. What do y'all need? You know, like, and boom, that team bought in, and all of a sudden that's an eight-win football team, from two wins to eight wins, just like that. And could have, quite honestly, had a couple more they left on the table that year. It was like, oh, okay. This team is just like they just – but, again, I go back to it. I mean, it's the third coach. It's like i pull my hair out trying to figure them out. Like, I've, I've just pulled my hair out trying to figure this crowd out, you know, or trying to figure this uh, this team, you know. So, I don't know. Again, I said he misjudged it. I mean, I, I, I do – Maybe that's not the right word, but I mean, it's just, I, I don't think, um, and again, I'm not trying to make an excuse for him not whatever. No, in we're the saying he made a mistake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm right. saying, I think there were some guys he probably didn't take in the portal. Not, not, not the bigger names. I mean, obviously you would take a Tyrese Hunter if you could have got him, you know, Malachi Smith, if you could have got him, whatever. Um, I think Amani Bates is his own beast there. I mean, it wasn't just Louisville. He's having great him. numbers,
2: and they're still not winning games. Yes,
0: nobody <laughs> wanted him. It wasn't just <laughs> Louisville. You know, it was like nobody else wanted him. So, right. but but I mean, I think some of the guys down the end there, where it was like, okay, maybe these are mid tier guys. Maybe you can get that you didn't take because you felt good about the roster, and it's just it's just kind of bit you. And now, has it bit you enough to cost you your job? I I don't know. I don't think so this year. But has it bit you enough that it's put you in a position where it's like. Man, you're, you're you're in you're in a pretty tough spot for next season. Like you you can't miss. Yeah, it has. Whereas if you'd won sixteen games this year, I don't think you're even that's even a conversation for next year. People's like, hey, you know, bubble next year, you're feeling better. Now people are kind of able to jump to more of the extreme because it's been so extreme. Yeah. So I that, don't, that's where it stuck you. I have thought about this a lot. I wonder what how it
2: would have been received. If what he's describing there with like the first couple of practices, yeah. they wouldn't even pass the ball. You know, we're talking right. fundamental things. If he had told us all that, like I want, if he, yeah. had, what would it have been like around here if he had like Lou Holtz it mm. and just told us like these guys are awful, they're just terrible, guys. I'm just warning you, we're gonna be lucky to win any of them. Yeah. Like what if what what would the reception for that have been like? Because I think it would. It would have been, still would have been problematic for him because they didn't make a bunch of big changes yeah. to the roster. Yep. And this is where I think he really, whatever happened to where they didn't make more substantial roster changes when he got here, mm-hmm. it made people think he must feel good about this roster
0: mm-hmm.
2: by not adding a it bunch more pieces. And I think since then, it's been hard to accept him saying these guys have big, you know, this, this roster is just like foul and fundamentally kind of flawed and I can't win with it. Well, yeah. it
0: sort of felt like you picked it. Well, I mean, that's a great point you're making. I mean, it really is, because I go back to me personally and I say, okay, he's not worried. It doesn't seem like necessarily with the backcourt. I'm like, he must feel good with how the wings can handle the basketball. Maybe, maybe there is guys like Jalen Withers who has been working with JD Trainer had been working with one of the top dribble guys in the country, you know? Like so I was like, okay, maybe 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 he does feel good about that. And I mean, in hindsight now, I mean, you know, Jalen still can't travel. (laughs) So you're like, okay, that wasn't the case. Um, But I think, I mean, as far as how it was viewed, if he would have came out and just said, that's why I think he didn't believe it because he's pretty straightforward. I think he would have probably just off what I'm basing him, just off what I've heard from him in interviews. I think if he thought this team was going to be horrific, he would have said it. And he did Like he can't help it. Yeah, like like he would have just said it and you'd have been but like But that's worrisome. Oh. Yeah, no it is. It absolutely yeah. is. But but I mean I think that he's truthful. I mean, has he not shown that he's truthful? Like almost to a fault? So I think he would have said that. That's what makes me think like he looked at this roster and thought it was better than it was. And and, and again, is that a talent evaluation problem? Maybe. I think it's what we're about to find out, you know, over the summer. Well,
2: the, the the off season, which you just heard him say there, like the like next season starts as soon as this one's over. I think we're going to see substantial roster turnover. If I, if I put the over under mm. on guys that are on the roster now, that are on next year's roster, three and a half.
0: Let me say this: I talked to somebody that was that is works over there. Okay, and the exact quote. <laughs> I heard from, and again, not one of the four on the bench for a second, but the exact quote was, I was like, how many do you think it'll be back? You know, it's like, well, some days zero, some days four, three or four. But I found it interesting that the, the zero is like, okay, I understand that some days you're just like, man, they all just, I don't know. But I found it interesting that the other side of that coin wasn't seven or eight. I mean, it was like maybe, you know, three or four on a good day, zero on some days or a core four, not standing a right. core four will be back but yeah but the rest of them so I really don't know how many will be back I can't fathom more than three I really can't I think three tops is back off this team
2: I I think you're right uh, yeah. about that and I think it will be enlightening what the options are for all of those guys yeah when the, when and if they are ultimately sort of you know in the portal where those guys sure. end up and what the market for a lot uh-huh. of them is and this is where i think to whatever extent those it's it's hard to get on players and and not sound like you're killing them at the expense mm-hmm. of the coaches or to get on the coaches and not blame the players a lot of these guys have got should be losing sleep about what they've put on tape like if you don't, if you got yeah. some sort of issue about what's happened here this year and
0: last year, when people watch what you've done this year, your options are gonna be a lot smaller than you think they are. Oh yeah, I mean, do you who do you think on this team is gonna command a major market if they go into the transfer portal? I mean, Kamari, Mike James. Mike James, maybe, probably those two. And I mean, L, I don't think L will go into the transfer portal. I think he'll go make yeah, money just, or just, just come started. back. Right. Yeah, yeah, it'd be right. that'd be his thing. Um, but yeah, probably Kamari, Mike. Yeah, may I mean I don't think even as good as as much as JJ I I feel like has actually improved I feel like he's one that has improved um, I mean I don't think he commands big time Power Five attention so yeah I mean I, I, it's it's. I mean, it is what it is, and again, whose fault is it? I mean, okay, I'll blame Kenny Payne. That's fine. You the one who kept the roster. You know, you the one who thought that this was what it was, and and but it's going to be your job to fix it. And I think he hinted right there yeah. that fixing it starts the day after, and if, and and let's be real, yeah, has already started. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yes, yeah. yes. I, I I can't I can't imagine. Um, like I said, it, it, Marcus says this all the time. It's only tampering if it's somebody else's school it's not due diligence,
2: diligence for everybody yeah, else 100 school yeah that's right it's like
0: i would hope they're out there talking to some people that are close to some people you know that's what you can you know look how at get it like yeah done. exactly yeah but that's why i think he understands i can't be sitting here on june 1st and going i thought we were gonna get that kid i thought we were gonna get that kid we didn't get that kid
2: yeah, I, th- th- I yeah. think you're yeah the the off season. If the plan really is to have substantial roster turnover, regardless of who it is, yeah, it's got to give the appearance of like here is the plan, and I am executing it exactly yeah. like
0: I thought. Yeah, because I be- I believe you have a plan because I believe I believe Josh Hurd's a really good AD. And I don't believe he would go forward without a plan. So I believe you have a plan, assuming you're still here, you know, which, and I think he will be. I think that okay, so there's a plan in place. You gotta execute it though. And you gotta execute it to me. You don't have to have a whole roster filled by June first or so. I, I'm not saying that. But you have to have landed three or four pretty good names that I'm going, okay, now let's fill it out from you yeah, know objectively, from June to August. Yes. Yeah, like let's fill around there. I've got my biggest pieces now. Because if you don't, I mean, we've, we've all been on the message boards and saw Sky Clark and the different names out there, you right. know, and they're all it's all over the place. You're like, if, whether that's fair or not, and I don't know if it is, because I don't know if, I mean, if that's somebody they're talking about. Like, actually, you know, but that's, that's what the word is around the street. I go, okay, if I just, like, miss those dudes... You know, the African kid that now right. the name's been out there thrown around, and you're like, okay, if I miss all those dudes, and then I'm sitting here with like one pickup that's very uh, on June 1st, I'm going, okay, there's no way this is going to work yeah. next year. And then you're in a really tough spot because I don't know what you do on June 1st. <laughs> like, no, you, there's somebody in your back pocket. I don't know if you're going to make a move like that, but I mean, you know, or he comes right out, does what he says there the day after it starts. Pretty quickly, we hear a name or two, and then you go, okay, now we, okay, this person's out, this person's out, this person's out, this person's staying, staying. We're bringing in him, him, him. Okay, now we've got six, because you, you forget, we're bringing in, I forget all the time, Caleb Glenn and Curtis Williams, are pretty good players. But if I'm sitting there with six or seven pretty solid players on May 1st with a couple big names, I'm going, okay, I'll fill it out from, I'll fill it out from May to August. That's fine. Texture says,
2: Core 4 lands. James, Ree, and Wheeler will be back next year. Basile is a possibility. Let me tell you something I'll
0: right give now. you my right hand if Roosevelt Wheeler is on Thank the team next year. Yes. You can have my right hand.
2: He's already been surpassed by four Yeah. The young man will not be here next year. And yep. I, that, I think that that would be unanimous on both sides of that transaction. I don't think that yep. anybody wants him uh, to be back here next year, including him. Yeah. We'll take a quick break here. We'll come back. Play one other I thought, kind of noteworthy clip from last night uh, mm-hmm. from Kenny. We can talk about this. Uh, taking the job <laughs> against the advice of, uh, of, of people. I want to talk about that on the other mm-hmm. side here. On the drive on a Thunderbolt. Right back.
1: <clears throat> Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. And I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did
2: the drive presented by fitness market right here on 93.9 the ville now here's mark ennis welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 the ville mark ennis steve Romage, I got to get used to saying that and biggest biscuit is here hi we're full three man weave here three man weave because when i see the three of us i think weave that's exactly right. For sure. no, yeah. uh, like or as bee, Bobby would say, sewing hair boxes. into hair. We're sewing
1: so hosts into hosts in here. Exactly. Right. We once had a uh, an ESPN 680. We once had a booth of Justin Jeffries, uh, Big Rig, and me. It like the thousand pound booth. A lot. A lot We're of more it. of a husky Yeah. Over here. We're oh. not quite big man.
0: Husky—that's like yeah. a cuss word, us, baby. Yeah. Oh man, I'm having flashbacks. Husky now. pants. My poor mom. Yeah, I know. Some <laughs> patches
2: into the crotch of your pants.
0: I know. It's like, mom, my thighs rub my pants yep. out. again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I had
1: like hair, and then you made me wear jeans today. <laughs> <It's not laughs> I don't like hair anymore.
2: <laughs> we'll be joined in just a couple of minutes by Elliot Mattingly from uh, from Court Physical Therapy. A couple of texts awesome. in response uh, to uh, the. The text line, uh, uh, one person in particular insists the roster is, in fact, talented. I don't really know how you do that at this point. Uh, insist that the roster is like it's just like swimming in talent and it's just like being poorly managed. I,
0: that, well, we also didn't say the roster wasn't talented, did we? I mean, I think we said, like, I think he thought. He, he was more get, talented? I think he thought even between their ears sometimes, you know, not, not that they got a problem, but, you know, just sports-wise, that I mean, I think he thought he could get a little more out of them. I, I think they're pretty talented players. I, I mean, think there's yeah. I think
1: multiple things to be true at the same time. Yeah. Like, one, I don't think they're talented enough for Louisville. I,
0: mean, I agree with that. But yeah. I think
1: they're more talented than this, like, what void, we, black void yes. that people are acting like it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I think that it's also really poorly constructed. Uh, sure. The pieces don't fit together on top of that. Mm-hmm. I think that they can be more talented than some people think, not talented enough, but also you can look at this coaching staff and say they're not getting the most out of them. Sure. If sure. you But
2: if you have players who have talent,
1: like just in, in
2: a vacuum, but don't try hard – or don't mm-hmm. have an ounce, uh, and I think this is maybe the biggest criticism of them as basketball players, regardless of who the coach is. You know, the first sign of trouble, you know, they see their shadow every winter. Like, sure. you know, yeah, the, the, do you have talent?
0: I don't know. I mean, Luke said it the other day. I can't remember if he. I, th- I think he was on with you when he said he's like, I've never seen a team worse at handling adversity. Yeah, and I was Which like, man, that's a great way to put it for this team. It's like because well, you can see it. Us as fans, we're a pretty smart fan base, I and mean, you can watch the play that, ha- like North Carolina, L jumps up, turns it over, they throw it down court, Bay cut dunks it, and everybody's like, "That was the one." I and mean, we had turned the ball over before then, but it was like, "Yeah, no, that one's the one." It's going downhill from here. Man, and just about every game has
2: had a moment. I think yeah. you're
0: exactly right.
2: Any of the losses, especially the ones that get really lopsided, mm-hmm. where you can look at it and like they had, like they could stand up until right there. Yeah, and that's what they're like. Ah, it's just like the other ones. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, like if you got guys like that, and you got practice habits that are bad or what have you, like you can say they're talented, but like you can't access it. So what's the yeah. point? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. I think,
1: but I think that's uh, kind of speaks to the entire conversation we've had all year, and like yeah. how much is that on the coach? Mm-hmm. How much is that on the coaching staff? Yeah, and, and and how much of the roster construction was on the coaching staff, which you guys touched on in the first yeah. first period, like the first uh, segment. I mean, I, I feel like. At some point, Kenny made a choice with each one of these players, and he chose to bring back a lot of guys from last year's roster. Absolutely. When he didn't have to, mm-hmm. you know, he could have found some guys from Hofstra and Maine and wherever, Portland mm-hmm. State. Like, there were guys out there that would have come here. Maybe not the yeah. top three or four guys we're talking about, but there were mm-hmm. other guys in the, in the portal. If these guys are uncoachable, you should have been able to diagnose that in the first couple of months you were around them.
0: Well, and I think he's got an opportunity in This summer, to make me believe that the IARP was worse than what it was, because right now I'm not gonna, I'm not necessarily gonna give you that. You go kill it in the portal this year, I might go, Okay, maybe you was maybe you was fighting against that harder than we thought. Mm. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, but I gotta see that if you don't do well in the portal, then I'm like, Well, it wasn't the IARP, you just went not in the portal, yeah. you know, you, like, you like, can't yeah, sell it right, yeah. yeah. yeah
2: so, I, I also, you know, I, I think that. We're all uh, should, Pittsburgh and Wake Forest have been good examples this year. Uh, Kansas State of using the portal and being yep. able to to jump right on it, no matter what behind thinks, and, and have like a big <laughs> rebound, right? But not every one of the guys that they brought in would have excited you. No, and that that's the part that I think like. People are looking at Pittsburgh now, and Pat Forty's writing articles about Pittsburgh having turned things around now. But when they, you know, every one of these guys that they brought in from the portal in particular, like they weren't excited about every one of them. No. But it has worked, and there is going to be some of that, and Kennedy's just going to have to wear that based on what's happened this year. He's just going to have to They got excited that.
1: about them. You know, they got it after they got on the court.
2: You know what I mean? Right, like, not but I'm every- saying when they're, within, like, just be prepared for a lot of whatever. Blah, 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 when they, yeah. You know, but it might actually turn out to be somebody that's really
0: valuable on next year's team
2: sure like kenny's think, kind I'll be of spent that. the right to tell us just trust me on that one he'll just have to just show us on that that's one. why you
0: almost got to get a couple names early i'm
4: 100 <laughs> right about that yes all
2: right we are always joined at this time by elliot mattingly from court physical therapy elliot how are you buddy doing all right
4: doing very well just trying not to get blown away but other than that we're good oh.
2: it's it is a little wild what's uh what's going on uh wind we had some
4: trim blow off our building like this is, i heard blanket wow, say wow. he had a
2: tree blow, like, uprooted. Near his house. It's crazy. All right, Elliot, it's a, a Super Bowl week. Uh, and even though everyone you and I know has been traded for a second-round pick in the, in the NBA, uh, it is the Super Bowl <laughs> okay. week. And, and, and injuries dominate uh, the storylines as we get closer to that. But it looks like we're getting close to having something close to a full-strength uh, Super Bowl. Just a couple of guys uh, for us uh, to talk about. Kadarius Tony, uh, one of the wide receivers for, for the Chiefs. They're, look, that offense is going to have their hands full with one of the better defenses, uh, especially uh, – Attacking the quarterback kinds of defenses, they've got work to do in this one. He says, no matter what, I'm going to play uh, in this one. But injuries have been a, an issue with him the, his entire career. What can you tell us about, or so what you know about him and the likelihood that he's anywhere close to full strength for this one?
4: Well, we know that he, that he uh, aggravated his hamstring, um, and we all know that anytime you're, you're a quick cut and speed guy, yep. your hamstring like it's, there's there's no hiding from it. So uh, it, it's a it's a management time. You know, yes, he had two weeks two weeks might be a a decent amount of time for some other injuries, but like a hamstring, like it's going to hit you and hit you quick, especially when we talk about this sometimes too, like with, with cramping and injuries with our hamstring, it's like the height of the moment, you know, so this is, man, this is Super Bowl, This is big time. This is like, you know, when people go out and they train for the hundred meter dash over and over again, but on the the day of the Olympics, then they pull their hamstring. It's just a different reaction. Our nervous system's amped up. So, um, You know, I'm I'm sure they're going to do plenty of treatments and he's going to get some medication to try to pump him up. But I'd be the exact same way as him. Like, you can't miss this. You can't miss this. Anything you can do to get him out there. Now, because he's the kind of guy, too, that these are the sneaky guys that have big games uh, in in Super Bowls. Like, everybody kind of locks in on the main threats. But then, you know, he could come in and and, and make a little splash.
2: Oh, the Super Bowl uh, is – the history of the Super Bowl is littered with Dudes, none of us really remember as MVPs. Trust me, I'm well aware yeah. of uh, Dexter Jackson, he's a Buccaneer favorite for <laughs> life. He never did a thing after that Super Bowl. Uh, Elliot, yeah. uh, the other lo- or, uh, matchup in this Super Bowl, the Eagles, one of if not the best offensive line in the NFL. Lane Johnson is a very big part of that. He's been Ooh. playing for quite some time now on a torn adductor. I don't know about you. You are the expert here on all this. I don't think I want to try to play football with torn anything, right? It's an offensive lineman playing with whatever a torn adductor is. Tell us what that is and how he's doing this.
4: You know, so the, the adductors are a group of muscles that are really what's considered your groin muscles. So it's your inner thigh, and and you know when I was looking, you know, looking into this and trying to figure it out because like it just seems really odd that you know they talked about he's right now he's uh, he's pushing off surgery. Because this is something he's like, I know I'm going to have to have surgery on this later. I'm like, man, what did this guy do? And and so thinking about it and diving in, like, this is a pretty rare injury. We see we see green, groin pulls all the time, or like this minor tearing that's maybe in like the the middle of the muscle. But when you have something that is going to require surgery, likely what that is, you know, we've talked about an avulsion injury where that the tendon pulls off a little bit of bone or it comes off of the bone. That's when you have a groin surgery. So that makes me think this dude is even tougher because it he controlled Nick Bosa you know a couple weeks ago yep. and so if, if he did that with this avulsion like injury like what a stud like what a dude that he could just go out there and and you know he didn't look as good you could tell but like he was so technically sound and and really was was on point to to get the job done which is which is pretty impressive um but they also treat this conservatively you don't have to have a surgery that's why we don't see it very often. Usually, if somebody comes in with a groin injury, we just treat the groin injury, and it's not necessarily a surgery. But this is a, obviously a, a higher uh, and more significant injury than we typically see.
2: I mean, is this just pain tolerance? Uh, like, how is he limited uh, in trying to deal with this?
4: Yeah, I, th- I think pain tolerance, but also probably strength of surrounding muscles. So, <laughs> you know, the beauty of, of being a, a high-level athlete is you have good strength. Hopefully, right around your whole pelvic girdle. So, like your glutes are strong. Pelvic girdle—that's
2: a new one. I like yeah, that. How
4: about that? Um, and then, um, yeah, everybody knows you had to wear your girdle when you played football back. It sounded weird. We had to wear like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, me saying uh, I
2: like that. I don't know why I did that. That was weird. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> pelvic girdle, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that.
4: Oh, dude. Um, but you know, when, when when you have all that good strength, it can sometimes mask some of the problems. Uh, so that's going to be a, a part of it. Um, and, you know, and once again, like I bet he's probably going through, he, he's doing dry needling, he's doing a lot of different... You're not uh, try, I'm not back- trying to have
2: anybody dry needle my groin, Elliot. I'm just going to be honest with you.
4: I, well, I'll tell you, it's not comfortable. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, going through the training, we have to all do it, but if it's going to get you a chance to play the Super Bowl and be hot, more effective, Mark, you're going to do it.
3: You're right. And,
4: and it, you know what, So and funny enough, the Kelsey brothers, you know, they had their podcast, uh, they were talking about the effectiveness of dry needling, and that's like, a, I think that's one of Jason's like favorite uh, styles of treatment. Uh, so it's nice to see a lot of love going towards these rehab guys uh, and gals right at the end. And you know, that uh, athletic trainer that um, Patrick Mahomes was actually giving a shout out. She's a PT and athletic trainer. So she's got, she's double dipping on her skill set. Uh, so that was a really cool shout out that he gave her, too. That's the one I'm still interested to see. You now, they say he's all clear and he's good to go, but still, that is a eight to 12 week recovery and, and still we're at three weeks from the injury two weeks from not treating it the best you can by playing through that game so i'm still interested to see what Mahomes looks like
2: you know ellie there are some conditions like with people like people find out they have them and they're like no it's fine like everybody has that we don't have to do anything unless it starts to Get worse or anything? Like, I think there's various kinds of uh, colon cancers and stuff. With like, no, that kind doesn't grow. It's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Are there torn whatever's that some people can just play through? No problem.
4: Oh gosh, you know, um, I think it's hard because there's different severity of tears. You know, like yes, an ankle sprain is a is a high level tear, uh, but people play through that all the time. Um, but you have hamstring tear that even a grade one, which you know Tony could be dealing with. And that, that really impacts you. So, um, yeah, there, there's, and it's hard, yeah, because there is some tears that you can just go through with. Just think like a label tear. You know, some people have to have surgery with it. Some people can just rehab through it. So uh, it's not always, like, straight diagnosis. It, it also depends on the, we, we talk about it all the time with our patients, like the patient's perception of their injury and their outlook on what recovery looks like will impact their recovery. So if they, like, I know I have this rotator cuff tear, but I'm not going to have surgery. I'm just going to rehab it, and we're going to do great. Guess what? A lot of times they do pretty good. And people are like, oh, no, i got a rotator cuff tear. Therapy's not going to help. Well, odds are we're probably not going to help. It's really fascinating to what our, our minds can control. So you're right a little bit on that.
2: Well, if folks want to find out uh, what core physical therapy can do for them, even if it's groin dry needling, where can they go? <laughs> there you
4: go. Yeah, give us a <laughs> call at one 800 645 if you need it, we'll be glad to help you out. I
2: promise you. All right, Elliot. We'll talk to you again next week, buddy. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you all. Bye-bye. All right, Elliot Madden, don't, don't therapy. Don't sign hey, me up. for You guys agree with me on that, right? Dry. We're 100%? Yep.
4: Yep.
0: I'm out on the uh, groin needling. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. I'm also
2: out on trying to play professional football with the torn groin muscle.
1: Depends on what the paycheck is.
2: This is, this is true. I can't imagine that part of it so either. Right? So <laughs> I told fact, you that last week. I what's deep-bought. hard to imagine? You know that paycheck or playing football with that injury.
1: I already said I'd step in the ring with most people for a paycheck. I'll get hit for paychecks. I don't know why, but I think it would be funny <laughs> I mean, to see a, a uh,
2: like an NFL player's like pay stub. What does that look like? You know, like withholding, just come health insurance, yeah, yeah. You, like, know, you go, the deductions, got tax. Some yeah. guys,
0: some guys, just walking through, handing out envelopes in the locker. Room. Like one check, yeah. right?
1: One, no one, one does checks. checks but us. The withholding, yeah. the withholding on one check is like yeah. more than we make in a year. So exactly.
0: Who is the NFL's Ken Savaji? It's just like here's your check, <laughs> <laughs> here's your check. Like, thanks, appreciate. Just super it. popular
2: that. Yeah, more like one guy in the locker room who still gets a paper check. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it's like the kicker. It's <laughs> always the kicker. The doesn't believe in banks. Doesn't believe in banks. Like give me that in cash. We're going to play the
2: other yeah. Kenny Payne clip uh, that's slightly more controversial, I guess. Uh, on the other side here, react to that. I'm the driver I'll the